Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, your Friday regulars return. We have Mike Ward with the non-sporting telly. Martin Kellner on good form, just mm. getting a bit choked up as he talked about his beloved West yes. Ham again and the coverage Marvelous. of that. Um, and we imagined a world in which Alan Brazil and Ray Parler had to go to the Cheltenham Science Festival <laughs> to do the show. Must do the show from there. Must do the show from there. Well, they did, and you'll find out what happened. Here they are. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, very interesting, Emma Raducanu is offering tennis tips uh, on a one-to-one basis for two grand. Yeah. If you pay two grand, she'll come and give you a sort of tennis lesson, that sort I, of idea. I think it's a virtual thing. She doesn't it, come around your house. Oh, it's virtual, is it? No, oh, yeah, what no, great no, value. What <laughs> Does she advise you on how to fire your coach? Yeah, I think it's a website where you can tap into the the expertise of the stars. I don't think. I mean, I think if if I could I could offer I mean, one for how to read out loud. I think Emma Raducanu goes out for more than two grand to come round and give you a tennis lesson. Why not? I think she'd probably charge more. <laughs> did you see uh, Mike hmm. Dean has turned caddy? Yes, I did. That's fantastic, isn't it? Former yes. Premier League referee, fresh from his starring role in Ted Lasso. Uh, Mike is over in um, he's, he's yeah, Wales. I he's with it no, he's in. Uh, it's yeah, it's the DP World Tour Scandinavian oh. Mix event in Stockholm. It's a Welsh player. Oh right, uh, Lydia Hall. He's caddying mm. for uh, Lydia Hall. What about? Well, wow, that, that's good, isn't it? Have I mean, you, have you ever seen a referee in Civvy Street? It's 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 quite a weird experience. Yeah. I just I remember when I was working at Sky years ago, they must have had a thing. There was Dermot Gallagher, there was Jeff Winter, there was a whole bunch of them. There was David Ellery, and they're all sitting at oh, Hawaiian shirts. No, they were just in <laughs> casual clothes, and it's like really. I almost didn't recognise them with no, their no. clothes on. Well, that, that's it. That's it. It's a good point. It's a weird thing. I just have you seen refs on Civvy Street and did it throw you? We'd love to know this afternoon. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine or tweet to T S H and J. Because I was thinking of Mike Dean with that story that there's going to be four extra cameras for VAR at every Premier League ground, and I was thinking he can't even handle the cameras they've got. Yeah. <laughs> it could be quite a problem for yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. Four new cameras. We're yeah. not going to get the the new system they used in the World Cup, are we? We're not going to get no because that one works. So we don't want that. No, well, no, no, there's probably a reason why. <laughs> yes. they're, they're easing it in. I guess. 
expensive, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, well, I think they can afford what, it. What weren't they showing before, though, that what, they're the going to show cameras. now? Yeah. I think it's the extra offside ones. Remember that Arsenal, the one that Arsenal got sawn mm. off for, where they said something was offside oh, yeah, and, and it, it was. came back. Is it Wolves in the Cup? Is it Liverpool? No, I, I, I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, I know there's been a few about, yeah. where they mm. need different angles, more readily available angles. Um, mm. But, you know, to be honest, they should have seen that without extra cameras. But, uh, yes, um, Peter Shilton, did you see Peter Shilton? Uh, he's having a big sell-off of all his football caps and shirts. It mm, could go for got, thousands. Well, he's got enough of them. I don't know. It just did strike me. I thought maybe we'd get him on. And I'd say, Peter, <laughs> just talk us through the shirts the that you're looking And he'd say, well, I can't. It's all in the catalogue. You're just, just going to have to read that. Sorry, in case you haven't been listening for 20 years, goes back to a chat we had with Peter Shilton. It was a great chat. When uh, his autobiography came out, and um, he had quite got the hang of promoting his book. I, no. think. I did say, uh, Peter, so talk us. What did Ralph say to you that day? Well, I'd rather not say because then people won't buy the book. He gave us nothing. <laughs> nothing. Felt like a Every police interview. Was, it's in the book. Yeah, yeah. He should have just said no comment. That would have been better. <laughs> just said, You're going to no comment the whole thing because his brief was sitting next to him. It did feel a bit like a, it did feel a, bit like a line of duty. Yeah. An expert uh, told the Cheltenham Science Festival this week that. Mm. Stats prove that Messi is better than Ronaldo if you take away all the penalties, which is quite interesting. But I was more interested in the fact that there's a science festival at Cheltenham. Yeah. I love the Cheltenham Science well, Festival. I, the Guinness Specific Gravity Village. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were chatting, if it gets the test tube, it'll win the Nobel Prize. Yeah, it would be <laughs> It would be good, you know. If you get a lot of Irish scientists coming in for the early part of the week, yeah. then it's a sort of lot of sketchy scientists coming. In, Staying at John Joe O'Neill's lab. Yeah, yeah. In very tight suits looking to have a fight on Thursday night in town. It becomes a very different sort of earthier scientist. Comes in on the Friday for Gold Cup Day. Uh, whatever they call the equivalent of. It doesn't work does it? Not really. Um, I do like the idea of management here saying to Alan uh, fancy going to Cheltenham? Oh I love Cheltenham Mira doing all that. And he's there at this the Cheltenham <laughs> Science, Science Festival. With Ray. And he's sitting with Ray in this. Uh, Ray's in white coat. Well, I, I can't help thinking how we should have done a lot more research for this. I'm feeling a touch out of my depth foul. Don't don't worry, just blag it. Just blag it, Ray, we'll be okay. <laughs> Joining us now, Professor, Doctor, Doctor Professor. Spin the atom. Just talk us through. It'd be great with three hours. It would be I ain't good. comfortable. I'm not really not comfortable. Don't wait. We're getting away with it, Ray. They love us. They love us. The Cheltenham may have you got any more suggestions for the Cheltenham Science <laughs> yeah, Festival? Yeah, have you got any? Alan and Ray at the science uh, the Cheltenham Science Festival suddenly realising there isn't a Guinness village, or there is but Andy's equivalent of it. <laughs> yeah. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J if you want to get involved this <laughs> afternoon. Did you see that story uh, with uh, Robbie Keane and his wife won a uh, battling court over rent that they were yeah. owed? And uh, there's a lot of detail that I'm not that interested in, but I love the woman afterwards. She sounded like I do after Chelsea lose. Uh, the woman who lost the case said... Somebody said he was in football. I hate football. <laughs> hate football, Stan. I hate it. Yeah. Well, Stan's coming up later. We'll yeah. be uh, looking at the Champions League final, getting his take on that. He's got a quite interesting mm. take on what's going on in Saudi as well, and uh, I have some sympathy with his mm. uh, thoughts on that, um, how that's going to develop that Saudi league, and uh, where we'll be in five years' time as they start to 
hoover up talent. Will, yeah. it, be, will it be like the old NASL, like when, when Pelé and Beckham well, went to they're, the States? They're going to start with the older talent because they, those players, it's a yeah. final payday. I mean, but the money they're paying is ridiculous. Know. Well, they bought the top four teams in there. They're yeah. effectively buying the league up, aren't they? Well, you know, the amount of money they want to pay um, N'Golo Kante, and, you know, he played five he's games. playing on one leg at the moment, isn't he? He is, definitely. Yeah. You know, so we'll see if that goes through. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, um, Fiorentina yeah. player Dodo, though. I thought he's looking for a move, but it's dead in the water. <laughs> Fantastic, is that? You were sitting there with your book where you're writing all this sort of stuff down. I I like to do that. uh, Anything else? Well, uh, I've got the Cheltenham Cheltenham Science Festival. Alan and Ray, uh, we we pictured the idea that uh, Alan and uh, Alan Brazil and Ray Parler had the chance to go to Cheltenham. They love Cheltenham and they always enjoy it. So when management said to them, Would you like to do Cheltenham? They said, Oh, yeah, definitely. But it was the Cheltenham Science Festival that Andy was telling us about. They have a lot of festivals in Cheltenham, don't the, they? The Jazz Festival. Yeah, they do, don't they? They have the Book Festival, mm. yeah, Literary Festival. Um, so, and we did have, paint a bit of a picture of what the Cheltenham uh, Festival, Cheltenham Science Festival, Alan Ray would be like. Um, we had these drinks served in test tubes with smoke coming out of them. Lovely, weren't they, Ray? <laughs> Says, my hands are getting hairier. I just, you know, I woke up, I was in a bad mood. My hands were a lot hairier. Ow. Uh, that was Jim in Brentford. Uh, Alan at the Cheltenham Science Festival. Uh, Archimedes. Archimedes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I do struggle. I'm not. I do struggle with those Greek names. That's very Says good. Peter the Blue Nose in uh, East Kilbride. More of that coming up later, yes, I think you'll find. Think, yes, we will be getting some more of those. So we can't get Adrian. We're having all sorts of problems. Well, yeah, I thought he was on the it. phone there. Yeah, I can see two mobile. Has Adrian got two? Is he one of those? Get, he's so important, he's got two phones. They're doing shots. That's what it is. Oh, no, they were just cut help. to Istanbul. Yeah, no, 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 he's, he's got them on shots. <laughs> There's and, a lovely uh, quote from yeah. uh, Danny Dyer in the paper today, talking. Yeah. Obviously delighted about. We might hear from Danny Dyer later on. He's, yeah. he's gone to war with, with Simon Jordan. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Delighted, Danny posted a snap of his daughter's fella triumphantly holding the trophy because, of yeah. course, Jared Bowen, as you all know, is the father of twins with the actor's daughter, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and he captioned it. Of course, expletive perfect. Can I just say perfect? He's going to sort of live up to his image and be yeah. swearing in it. Although, remember when he came in once? We never find oh, yes. the clip. I said, that? have you ever fancied a bit of... Who was telling... Well, was it Eddie Marsan? Someone like that was talking mm. about something he had seen years and years ago, a very young Danny Dyer, um, not doing the kind of work. It was absolutely fantastic. It was in a mm. bit of Pinter. Said he was in a Harold Pinter yeah. plan. He was absolutely sent. I'm not. I've never doubted for a minute. He's a good actor. If you're doing no. a soap for oh, that no, many absolutely. years and whatever no, no. other work you do, you know it, it takes some. We asked him to do, to do a posh voice. Though, didn't we? No, he said to him, "Do you ever fancy a bit of Merchant Ivory? Would you mm. like to, you know, sort of?" And he said, and he, he went right into it, didn't he? He was very good. Yeah, it was. I just thought we'd. <laughs> Very good. Anyway, um, we digress. Um, uh, Maura has been in touch. Uh, the Cheltenham Science Festival. Alan reporting on the early morning gallops as some scientists jog in the local park. <laughs> <laughs> Alan only makes the first early morning of the week. He's on my back, you know. I just I went. I watched this. Uh, I watched this controlled explosion in one of the labs yesterday, and uh, I said, "Oh my back!" Since then, my back's been really bad. So yeah, so he turned up at nine thirty-five for the rest of the week. Of course, not more. He wouldn't do that. He's pro. Rupert and Lizzie tipping some sort of breakthrough that doesn't happen. Sorry? <laughs> some sort of scientific breakthrough that doesn't happen. Yeah. Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> that be, you know, we'll keep those coming. Talksport in lieu of anything else. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. And referees on Civvy Street. We'd mm. like to know about that. 
And uh, who's the referee? Mine's gone blank. The referee had got the record shop in Leeds. Oh. John Moss. John Moss, that's right. Mm. So I suppose there must be a time you go into John Moss's... It's called the Vinyl Whistle, isn't it? Yeah. You're going to John Moss's <laughs> shop and like he's there in a Ramones T-shirt. It would throw you, wouldn't <laughs> it? Something you've only ever seen. Refs kick yeah. in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be it. like the Games Makers guys, wouldn't it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, the listeners having a lot of oh, fun with uh, Alan and Ray at the uh, Cheltenham Science Festival. Jim Shelley says that Alan at the, Ch- uh, sorry, the Cheltenham Science Festival discussing the big... Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> of course he would be, wouldn't he? Reverend Phil Richardson says, uh, let's take a look at the next five experiments. <laughs> Beautiful. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Sean says, uh, Ray's talking about the Manhattan Project and how the uh, the atom bomb and its impact on world history compares to the intervention of the Cobra bomb before Alan interrupts with, I do like a Manhattan, <laughs> I do love a Manhattan. So you could see it happening, Sean. You're absolutely Brilliant. right. Uh, Daz says, uh, Alan saying to Ray, how is Einstein's health these days, Ray? <laughs> he died, Al. He, he, he died. That's why we're here celebrating his life. Oh, I, I, did, I did hear two different versions, two different stories. Yeah, you, can t- you get the idea with that. Uh, keep them coming. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TS, Agent J. G, uh, the Liverpool fan, says, uh, they have Alan Ray at the Cheltenham Science Festival discussing the finer points of the Large Hadron Collider Ray, Ray, look at them particles colliding with Hadrian, Hadron, <laughs> Christian Aldo. Uh, yeah, oh, this is all very likely to happen. Talksport.com forward slash Agent J. Text to 81089, tweet to TS J. Referees on Civvy Street always throws you. Don't recognise them with their clothes on. You only see them in their refereeing gear. We're looking for those. This is because uh, Mike Dean, former Premier League ref, is caddying at the moment. Mm. Probably wearing a white boiler suit somewhere in <laughs> Stockholm. You never thought you'd see that. Caddying for uh, the Welsh pro uh, Lydia Hall. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
It is time now to look at a week of sport on TV through the eyes of broadcaster, author, <laughs> squad number nine or yeah, squad number ten, ten, according to Ali Ross <laughs> in, the sun, uh, today, in the sun today. It is. Martin, you can play as a ten or a nine. You can do yes. either, can't you, Martin? Oh, absolutely, you, you not a problem. No, traditional. <laughs> um, Very much a false nine. A false yeah. nine. That's <laughs> right. Um, and because that's right, you, recomm- you recommended the uh, last week with the guys the mm. documentary about Lionel Messi, Destiny, which I've recorded. I'm looking forward mm. to watching. So it's very good, isn't it? Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. Really well worth watching. Well worth watching. We had John Lloyd uh, on the other day, by the way, from the world of tennis. I know mm. you like your tennis. Um, I love tennis. And you've been yeah. checking out. This the sounded doc- good. This. Day. I mean, this I don't document- like tennis, but I quite like documentaries about tennis. Um, and the, yeah. the archive. I mean, well, I had a quick skim through all these, and the archive is sensational. Yeah, some great stuff. It's called Gods of Tennis. It's on BBC Two, and it's a series. Uh, and if you, you remember, about a month or so back, I was looking at a program called Gods of Snooker. Yeah, yeah. It's the same production. It's Louis Theroux's production company, basically. Um, so it's uh, it's really good, really good archive. I mean, it starts off with a, an interview between Barry Davis, the great man, and uh, Billie Jean King. Mm. So episode one, uh, I think it's six parts. I can six parts, maybe four parts. But episode one is about Billie Jean King and uh, Arthur Ashe. Mm. And it really brings home to you how different the world was in the the early 1970s. And we all know the the movie Battle of the Sexes, which was about the Bobby Riggs, Billie Jean King match with uh, Emma Stone and Steve Carell uh, in the movie. And they show you a bit of that, but they, they show you the, the sort of um, the combatants going into the uh, going into the courts. And uh, the commentator, I'm, just, I'm going to quote from, um, from Carol Midgley's review in The Times. She said, um, so much sexism. There were loads, you know, it's so sexist, it's unbelievable. But she said, it's hard to pick a favourite uh, point of sexism in it. A strong contender was the male TV commentator in the 1970s, uh, remarking that Billie Jean King would be more attractive if she grew her hair long and removed her specs. Um, <laughs> he sounded like a Harry Enfield spoof, yeah. says, um, <laughs> says uh, Carol Midgley. Mm. No, not a Harry Enfield spoof. That was the great Howard. Cassell, mm. who you know, you'll know all about Howard Cassell. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he was in that Woody Allen film. Um, Sleep bananas. Uh, bananas. He was in bananas. bananas that's right. He ran a running bananas. commentary. He's like the David Coleman of American sport. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. But he does say that he, he says, "Oh, she she'd be quite quite an attractive young lady." Um, she just has to let her hair down a bit, take those specks off, etc., etc. And then you had Bobby Wilson, who was uh, a British top. British player, which doesn't mean very much. Crinkly hair he had. Oh, did he? Hmm. Crinkly nice. hair, yeah. There, there was a guy apart. Oh, Never had crinkly hair. You don't see it that much now. The last one was Richard Walker, wasn't yeah, it? The old, hair. the old Aston Villa player. You know, like Richard a sort Walker. of barber, you know, photo in a barber's. Yes, yeah, hair from the fifties. Yeah, very much. Well, hair from the fifties, and because he, he was from the fifties, and he said, you know, the problem with Billie Jean King is she charges round the court like a man, which was, it was a serious point he was making in uh, an interview at the time. So it's great stuff, as you say, mm. fantastic archive, and it really does point out how different the nineteen seventies were. Well, I mean, for instance. Um, Billie Jean King, they were talking about her uh, work ethic, uh, which she got from a mother who was an Avon lady. Now, I don't know where 
whether they still exist. Right. Um, I think even ladies. Well, you had to like, put the hours in. There was no short. There was no shortcut for knocking on doors and putting um, you precisely. know catalogues through. I mean, that, that's true. I mean, I can think the world of Avon was every bit as attritional as, as other jobs, Martin. Very <laughs> much as it was absolutely as attritional as uh, as being West Ham in the Europa Conference League, yeah. final, which was. I wasn't going to. I'm not going to go on, on about West Ham because mm. uh, you, know, you might Andy, tear up. You might tear well, up, mightn't you? Well, yeah, it was yeah. so you know emotional. But I heard uh, Andy <laughs> with Charlie uh, the other day, yeah. and I thought, oh, Andy will be choking on his Chianti. Apparently, he used um, the phrase, it's <laughs> so Mickey Mouse, they should be playing the final in Disneyland. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, it was a great sort of, night for West Ham. Great night uh, it was for a West fantastic Ham night for West Ham. Was, yeah. Yeah. Bad night for brilliant. Andy, but a great night for West Ham. No, I look, I don't, it was a bit bands yeah. don't care, you know, they, you know, it doesn't affect it me a, either way, does no, it? Really? No, no. No, it was a bit of a dog of a match uh, up till half time. Certainly, it was. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. I thought West Ham deserved um, to win. I did. I think well, they deserved to win at the end. Yeah, I think they definitely did. I thought Soufal was fantastic, and Nepakatar had a great second half, an atrocious first yeah. half. Um, but yeah, I think I think we we deserve to win at the uh, at the end of the day. But as I put on Twitter, hmm. um, I was obviously celebrating. I had a a lot of uh, friends with me and I was celebrating wildly yeah. um, my wife not the slightest bit interested she uh, she opened the door and said so what is it they've won then <laughs> and I sort She's of got said, a point I was said, your I said Janet shut up for God's sake. <laughs> don't spoil it yeah. you didn't well, want to go into a detailed thing of uh, so what tier is this so is this the second competition <laughs> no it's the third competition why do you think I'm crying <laughs> I didn't yeah. go into all that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a really good show, uh, Gods of Tennis, on uh, BBC right. Two. Like the scene, very awkward scene. Uh, 1968, of course, she won the uh, the women's uh, final. Rod Laver, mm. there's a name going back, Rod yeah, Laver, yeah. Uh, won the men's tournament. And uh, to see Billie Jean King dancing with Rod Laver, because oh. uh, they always have to mm. dance together, don't they, right. the yeah. uh, post-Wimbledon ball. Um, looked very awkward, very very awkward indeed. But the, 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 it's all it's a bit of an anachronism. So, I mean, does that still go on now? Oh, yeah, they still have yeah, to yeah, yeah. The first be doing dance. It. I mean, it's, oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a bit, bit it's a bit weird, isn't it? It is a bit well to sum up the um, as they say on the program. uh, Wimbledon is a brutal gladiatorial combat disguised as a vicar's tea party. (laughs) It's a bit like sums it up, doesn't it? Like football in Scotland, it's always the same two people that get in the final. You know, it's oh, you say that. Alcaraz, I don't look at that's based on absolutely no evidence, just your prejudice. No, no. (laughs) Well, Djokovic has taken the first set, hasn't he, against Alcaraz? (laughs) But. Escape from Alcaraz. That's a, that's I can't escape from Alcaraz, unfortunately. That's, that's, quite, that's quite a story in the women's. Uh, the, the, one of the players, Martin will tell us, was told she'd yes. never play tennis again, and here she is in the final yeah, of a but, slam. Uh, Absolutely. Also, I mean, I saw this shot this week of this girl. I mean, honestly, I, you don't like to talk about snowflakes, but I mean, this Chinese girl was thrown out of the tournament. She played her like a backhand lot, literally just a... A gentle lob, mm. and it hit the ball girl. You'd think, honestly, you'd think she'd been shot. You thought she was part of the Fiorentina well, defense, oh, did goodness you? Sake. Well, yeah, there is that. It's a tennis Definitely. ball, you know, it wasn't a cricket ball. Yeah. Okay, well, it might have hurt, yeah. it might have caught her on a weak spot. No. Yeah. And I, w- I won't try and pronounce the name no. of. Uh, once I start trying to pronounce the name of women tennis players, I, I end up exactly like Alan Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Marling. Uh, from what, yeah, yeah, from what I hear, you have enough clips of the week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. just uh, very quickly, we're nearly out of time, but um, be, um, back into the sunshine. BT Sport Films. BT makes some good sports they documentaries. Do. What's this yeah, one about? 
and this is a good one. It's uh, James Richardson. It's always nice to see him uh, on the telly. And it's a basically uh, how um, we dominated Europe between 76 and 85, seven years out of eight. It was an English team uh, winning the uh, winning the European Cup. Uh, and then, of course, after Heysel, uh, we, we came back and were not very successful, if you like. And it became... Uh, and obviously, in the absence of Europe, we had to have things like the Simard Cup. Yeah. And as James Richardson says, I have no idea what Simod is yeah. or um, <laughs> what the Simod cut. I think, I, wasn't I, I they, th- were they lorries? I think, remember, they were... Was were they lorries? Were lorries? yeah. They had the Do four you know members' cup as well. I remember I went yeah. to a couple of those games. Yeah. That was, yeah, these kind of... Yeah. So he's got, he's, got a little, he's got a little panel there, all good people that you, you, you like but to... They're Italian from. sportswear manufacturer. Oh, are they? Are you sure? Lorry. Yeah, I've just looked it up. I thought they were doing lorries. Simod is an Italian sportswear manufacturer based in Piove di Sacco. Oh, well, it it worked out well the advertising for them, didn't it? (laughs) Sorry about everybody at Simod. Well, now we've been driving a Simod for the last five years. (laughs) I knew I'd been ripped off. (laughs) Well, the panel there were Clive Tilsley, Jonathan Wilson, Julie Welch, Gab Marcotti. So they were all people you want to hear from Mm. uh, about that era in, uh, in European football, about us trying to sort of get back in because... Football in England got very insular, didn't it? We had Charles yeah. Reap and the training method. It was all the long ball game really developed when we were out of Europe. Yeah, don't but worry, it's going the, back to that. You'll see. Yeah, well, it might be. Yeah, yes, but I mean, <laughs> as they point out in the program, before you know, before we got thrown out of Europe under. Um, uh, under Bob Paisley, they were p- sort of. It was a pre- precursor of the sort of tippy tap uh, Barcelona style. You know, Liverpool did go for defenders who played uh, played the ball out of uh, defence and pass. You know, and, and passed rather than doing the long ball game. But once we were kicked out of Europe, uh, we reverted to that. That's that's basically um, uh, that's basically the premise of the program. But it's one of those documentaries where he pretends to be accidentally meeting people. So he's uh, walking through Istanbul, and wow, that's Paul Parker. (laughs) And he goes, (laughs) What are the chances? What are the chances of bumping into Paul Parker in the middle of Istanbul? So it's a lot lot of that, but it's fun. It's fun. And you'll find it on BT Sport Films. Brilliant. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just before we return to uh, Alan Brazil and Ray Parler at the Cheltenham Science Festival. Oh, yeah. Um, our producer, John, uh, was checking out the world of non-league football and Slough Town made a shock announcement today. They've signed Johnny Giles. Well, is he coming out of retirement? Yeah, he's too, you know, Johnny Giles. <laughs> I mean, a great player. I mean, it wasn't all about pace for him. It was touch and oh, finesse, no, wasn't it? Player, so I'm sure yeah. he could still do a job at that level. Of course not. This is the 29-year-old left-sided midfielder who's come from Bishop's Thorford, Johnny Giles. I mean, he's got options there. He could call himself John Giles, couldn't he, and take you off the scent. But, but why would you do that? So well done to Johnny Giles. Good luck. Good luck at... Uh, uh, slough, dirty slowers they'll be known from now on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing was, um, yeah, the Cheltenham, and he told us about the Cheltenham Science Festival and imagine what life would be like. Well, we just mm. imagined that, that management here said, we'd like to go to Cheltenham, uh, uh, Alan and Ray. Oh, definitely. That'll be great. 
They'll be like, yeah, love it, love it. So they get there and realise it's actually not the Cheltenham Racing <laughs> Festival, which is very much their comfort zone and their heartland, but the Cheltenham Scientific Festival, where they're struggling a little bit. Um, and uh, we had some suggestions uh, coming in. I can see Alan going on about the sun burning through the fog over Cleve Hill, says Michael. Uh, listen, Reid, you know that fog is only tiny droplets of water suspended in the air, mainly in industrial areas. They'd go, yeah. I like this one from Richard... The uh, goonery says, do you have science in France, Debbie? <laughs> that would be the one, certainly, yes. Uh, what other ones? We had some uh, very good ones coming in, didn't we? I did, where's the other one I had today? The one about the, uh, talking about the new submarine that can go to the deepest depth. That was one. Your old mate Stuart Weir said, uh, Alan at the Cheltenham Science Festival telling everyone how... Do you know, I played against Van de Graaff. You talk about Van de Graaff. I played against he Van de Graaff. He generated a lot of chances. He certainly did. The 81 UEFA Cup final rep switch. Uh, Van de Graaff, what a, a foot like a traction engine. Left, what a great left foot. He, he would have been doing all that. So here we are, just uh, some of the ways that you can imagine um, Alan and Ray at the festival. Uh, what else have we got there? Uh, I can definitely see the disappointment in their faces when Alan and Ray rock up to the genius tent, thinking it's the Guinness <laughs> tent, says Mike and our both. And at one point during the day, they would have said, Matt from Blackpool have said, no, please, come on. Let's have your science-based footballers. <laughs> Charles Darwin Nunes. Yeah, yeah no time really to explore that. <laughs> that would have been there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, plenty of fine sport on the telly this weekend, but you may find yourself at a loose end at one point and fancy taking in some non-sporting stuff, which is where Mike Ward from the Star pops up. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, guys. Good to have you back. It's been two um, for weeks, Mike. It's been a while, hasn't it? Has. it? You've, yes. been, you've been on, uh, you've been on two. Like Judith Chalmers. He's been to. Well, he goes to Dubai with all the Brighton players and spends a I do. spends a couple of weeks bling <laughs> a little blingy holiday post season. Yeah. Um, Changing ends, which is Alan Carr's new ITVX show. Um, it's interesting. Alan Carr, in his very early days, a mate of ours uh, was promoting <clears> him in his first ever gigs, and he said, "Would you mind getting him on?" Mm. It's got a bit of a football flavour, his, his first ever sort of stand-up show. Mm. So he mm. said, yeah, it was great. And he came in, and it was essentially kind of based on this. It was not being the biggest of football fans when his dad, Graham, who worked in football for years in, yeah. in football management and played, was obviously a big football man. And this is kind of the core of this story. It's really it? good. I've seen four of these, and it's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's and it's it's got a really sort of nice light touch to it. It, it is, as you say, it's the story of of you know based on the story mm. of Alan growing up in this mm. you know football mad household, uh, grand manager of uh, Northampton Town mm. for five years in the in the late eighties. So it's got the, it's got the eighties comedy, which is obviously loads of comic potential in the decade alone, and the nostalgia bit, etc. Plus you've got the sort of chalk and cheese element with Alan, you know, not being the most obvious person to grow up in that sort of alpha male football loving household, but it's played it's played with a light a, a nice light touch um each episode is you know just under half an hour Alan appears on screen in his sort of real life incarnation as the sort of on-screen narrator mm. and then you've got this uh young adult oliver savelle who plays alan he's as good as, isn't he? as, as again and he's great yeah and, and again it's sort of <clears throat> you, you could have played this on so many different levels but i th- I, I just think the tone of it is is appropriate it's got a, a nice light touch and it's fun and it's um it's, mm. it's very enjoyable yeah so that's on you can watch that whenever you like basically on yeah TV and sean dooley by the way sean dooley is, is perfectly <clears> cast it's you know, the guy car, obviously the guy yeah. who does the narration for sas who dares wins yeah. it's perfect for that so yeah that's good. yeah it's good 
I'll give a mention of I Got News for You. Harry Hill's doing it tonight. Marvellous. Mm. And it's the first time he's ever done it. Um, mm. I, I spent Wednesday, I wasn't here Wednesday, I spent Wednesday sort of working with him on some sort of script stuff. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how it all, script? It all pans out. Oh, yeah. I oh, think that's, that's a script. That's, 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 that's a, well, you know, someone's, someone's got to read the it's questions. It's a strangely that, that edited chart. Strange. I called it a, yeah. a couple recently. It's, I've always, it's really odd how they, they'll do a bit, then they'll go off something else, and then they'll... Stick in another bit that's related to that bit. It's a real, I find the edit of it quite strange, but anyway, that's okay, me. Well, don't take that with me. It's nothing to do with me. No, no. I'm but um, anyway, bits. nine o'clock if you fancy. If you fancy well, I do now. I haven't, I, I've been out of watching it for a while. I'll be honest. I sort of lost enthusiasm. But my enthusiasm uh, and my you know my appetite has been rewetted. Good stuff. Um, mm. Now there's quite a lot of special programming around Soccer Aid yes. on ITV, including. A special um, uh, celebrity catchphrase for yeah. Soccer Aid. I mean, ITV, obviously, they're, they're big on Soccer Aid and they mm. make a big thing, and there's a lot of programmes. It's a bit like, you know, they used to have the FA Cup file, they used to have you know, FA Cup Mastermind and mm. FA Cup, it's yeah, a yeah. knockout or whatever. So, over the course of the weekend, to sort of, you know, to whet your appetite for that, you've got um, the, the celebrity catchphrase, as you say, with Stephen Mulhern, uh, Scarlett Douglas, Patrick Kils- Kilty, and uh, Clyde Tildesley are the, uh, the competitors in, in that one. Um, and then, of course, as you say, on the uh, on Sunday night itself, the match from yeah. Old Trafford with Dermot and Alex presenting. Um, I'm a big fan of Stephen Mulhern. I, I've, I like him for a penny. I think it's just the way he does that show is really clever. And, mm. uh, you know, there's a lot... You know, there's all, they're all like sort of street-based that could be game shows. I think it's a very clever show, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you do watch Soccer Aid, on the other mm. hand, you'll have to you know, you'll have to delay watching the latest episode of Spy in the Ocean, oh. which includes a spy, a, a sort of uh, sp- a spy octopus, a spy. Uh, but, but I say spy. They're not are, these, spies, are they? I mean, you've blown, actually... if, they, if you've just blown their cover, <laughs> well, you have, can have a dead yeah. octopus on your hands. It's absolutely yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, these these are are obviously not real uh, octopi no. or cuttlefish or dolphins that are appearing in this, but these are the, these are the ones that have the hidden camera stuck in them. And the, it's, it's amazing how gullible, you know, wildlife are. They see something, yeah. they think it's one of them, and they get you know you know friendly or mm. intimate or, or whatever. You think oh, it's obviously not. It's like people who fall for Anton Deck with those prosthetics yeah. on. It's obviously Anton Deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BBC yeah. Four is showing old bits of classic telly, and on Saturday yes. evening there was a show. Uh, back in the day called Pop Quiz, 19, this yeah. is the early 90s. Oh, yeah. And the one they're showing, Mike Reed was the host, May 1982. Mm-hmm. And the teams, Phil Collins, Robert Plant, I know. Bill Bruford and Susie Quattro. I know. It was mad. Colin Moulding, who was from XTC, and Jeff and Dean. And Jeff Dean, who was with Yes, wasn't he? No, that no? was, uh, no, I think, oh, oh, actually, no, he might I think um, he ended up in Yes at some point, was, unless I'm yeah, going mad. I think he was in Modern Romance. Anyway, oh, no, so, oh, no, I've met Jeff Dean. What am I talking about? Jeff Dean is, uh, is a big Spurs fan. You're right, he was in Modern and romance. He wrote yeah. a lot of those songs. I do yes, apologise. Absolutely. Jeff, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it's easy to, yeah. Yeah. That was it's a big easy again. Thing. Yes, and modern romance mixed up. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> those long twenty-minute salsas that they used to do. All, all to, yeah. All, yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah. done. And yes, as you say, mm. before that, uh, mm. an old episode of Blankety Blank when Les Dawson was the host wow. uh, from 1986, which is I think the first year of uh, all the cast are, are from EastEnders. So I think that was the first year of yeah. EastEnders, as far as I remember. 
Um, so yeah, looking at your notes here, Mike. I mean, you yeah. know a way to entice everybody in to watch a show. Antiques Roadshow, eight o'clock BBC yeah. One Sunday. Fiona Bruce is at the Eden Project in Cornwall, yeah. where items include fragments of hair from the yeah. poet Samuel Taylor yeah. Coleridge. Who apparently was really, really cross when somebody came and snipped some hair <laughs> yeah, from behind sort him. Of pulling his hair like that, it would have been quite terrible. <laughs> he might it? have written a poem about it. Yeah, you'll yeah. notice by the way I hope from they didn't this. Drug this. test it. They would have found a would have found a fair old bit in his hair. I would yeah. imagine. Oh, yeah. Blimey. You'll, you'll notice from this. He could miss half the season based on that. Samuel, <laughs> they've, they've, they've drug tested. Yeah, we found traces of all sorts in there. He won't be playing for six months. Yeah. FIFA ban. Yeah, so that's on. Um, Good. Followed, followed by the latest Gods of Tennis, which is this um, this, yeah. this documentary series, uh, focusing on Bjorn Borg and McEnroe, John McEnroe, that big, um, obviously, fierce rivalry. We don't we don't mm. normally strain the next week, but we might hear. Yes, do, because, Monday because night, I'm, what, and, I'm and, scraping the barrel with the ones well, I've picked for the weekend. Sharon Horgan <laughs> and Michael Sheen are worth yes. watching. This is a time. comedy, is it? No, <laughs> this is Best Interest. Is I, I watched <clears> the trailer <throat> for this, yeah. and me and Mrs. Mrs. <clears> Ward saw the trailer of this, and we both looked at each other and said, oh, that looks so harrowing, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. <clears> And I thought I'm a, I'm a TV critic. I'm meant to yeah, watch stuff. I, I can't. Hump. I can't yeah. just watch Death in Paradise every week, you know. So basically, <laughs> this is um, brilliant. It's really harrowing. It's basically uh, Sharon Horgan and Michael Sheen, as you say, play the parents of uh, a girl with a life-threatening condition, which, uh, as she gets older, uh, it intensifies and it gets to the point. And this isn't giving anything away because this is in the trailer where the hospital decides they should no longer give her any more treatment. That she's it's not in her interest to give her anything other than palliative care. So there's the big argument between, initially between the parents who are shocked and the hospital, but then the parents go to their separate ways in terms of how they feel they should progress. And it sounds, but it's it's brilliantly written, it's brilliantly sort of measured, it's not hysterically sort of, you know, uh, it, it doesn't sort of milk it if, as, 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 you know, as some dramas might do. It's it's paced beautifully, so it, there's observations of the effect on their everyday ordinary lives. Uh, and then when it you know, cranks it up to the intense levels, it's all the more powerful for the fact that it's not doing that throughout. Right. Um, and it's four parts. Good. Monday and Tuesday this week, uh, coming week, and then the following week as well. Nine o'clock, BBC One on Monday. Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend. Cheers, guys. Um, thank you as well to final word from Justin the Villain. Would have loved to have heard Alan and Ray at the Cheltenham Science Festival of Alan saying, a big fan of Pyth... 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 Pythagoras. I do struggle with those scientific theories. Thank you for all of those this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's where it all unfolded uh, this afternoon. We will return on Monday. Yes. To reflect on the Champions League final. Yeah. There'll be uh, lots going on on Soccer sure. Aid as well. Yes, Soccer Aid. And uh, Bill Nutter and Ashes uh, week, aren't we? As oh, well. Yeah. So, should Crazy. be busy. Do hope you can join us. Um, if not the podcast as always it will be available around for have a fine weekend we will catch up with you on Monday thanks for listening you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 